Greetings Gamers, I'm Ben Ross, and I'm Shukapow, and you're listening to Bonus Episode 7, about the number 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because this is our lead-in bonus episode for Season 4 of Very Good Music, a VGM podcast. Alright, everyone, we are back, and uh, this is the first time you're hearing from Shukapau in a while. Years. <laughs> Let me see. You weren't on the Olympics episode, you weren't on my episode with Prof Jeff, you weren't on the episodes with... Oh yeah, you were on the episodes with Daryl and Carlos, because you helped to uh, pick Marvel and Capcom tunes and stuff, so yeah, I just forgot you were there. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, kind of, but for a minute, but then I remembered. So, it's all good. How have you been? Um, been alright. Yeah? Yeah? Some stuff has kind of happened. The subway thing didn't work out too well, because they, like, never told you when you were going to come to work until it was, like, the day before, and then it was only, like, two days in a month. It was kind of weird. Yeah. But we're working on it. You're still working on your driver's ed stuff. You've been doing marching band now for three weeks. Yeah. That's it's fun. Been... <laughs> you enjoy yeah, it. Marching. Band. It's hard work, but you love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like band. I've been uh, doing work stuff. I see Club Penguin. Reading a lot of... Huh? Oh, yeah. We'll come back to that. Um, reading a lot of comic books and just getting ready for season four. We've been thinking a lot about that, and uh, at the time of the posting of this episode, I believe that the patron poll for our empty spots in Season 4 will be up, and you know what? At the end of this episode, I think we're going to be ready to go ahead and announce who our first composer is going to be. But for now, this episode, as we kind of alluded to in the intro, we decided to focus on the number four, whereas for... Our opening to Season 3, we picked like the third level or stage or area of games. On this one, I went really sort of esoteric. There's a big SAT word for you. And I decided that we were just going to pick tracks that had something to do with the number 4. <laughs> yeah, it was so, my idea. Oh, yeah, 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 it was your idea. And so I did ask for some shout-outs on Discord. There were some really, really great suggestions. I recommend that you go there and check them out if you would like to. But several of them were either from, like, the fourth game in a series, or they were from not actual video game music, which I know I've said before we're going to play some of that. We haven't yet. Eventually, probably, maybe. But anyway, this is just tracks from video games where the track itself has something to do with the number four. One other change that we are implementing on this episode to make things a little bit easier on us, but also just a little bit shorter for y'all, is instead of seven picks apiece, uh, we are usually only going to pick five tracks for each episode. Five from each of us, so still a total of ten. Probably still going to be pretty meaty, but we should clock in somewhere around an hour and a half instead of two hours. So Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what, though? I'm still going to take suggestions from our listeners, and I am not going to take away from our 10 with those. So why don't we go ahead and get started with our first pair of listener, well, our pair of listener tracks. 
Uh, the little jingle that you heard Our first before... and last pair. <laughs> yes. little jingle that you heard before we started talking is actually a really, really cool little secret that patron and friend Forrest Shomley include me into. Did you know Shukapow? before I told you the other day, that if you hold down the Z button on all four GameCube controllers when you turn the system on, you get that alternative startup jingle. I did not know that because we don't actually own four GameCube controllers. Nope. I wonder if it works on the Wii. Maybe. We'll have to see. Probably not because I I think it's like the boot up sound and the Wii doesn't play that sound. So I mean it does. Oh it does on the channel. Whenever you put in a GameCube game. Yeah, but oh you mean like on the on the Wii itself. Like on the yeah, yeah. But when the game starts up, that's just the game startup. <laughs> very nice, very nice. But the next song, or first song we're going to play, is a recommendation by listener Carlos, also patron and friend and all-around cool guy. Uh, he recommended the song Four Noble Devils from Romancing Saga 3, composed by Kenji Ito. And this is really cool because I actually talked quite a bit about Romancing Saga because there was a big, super long medley uh, played at the Olympics, which I talked about on the bonus episode last week. So, what do you say, Shukapa? Want to go ahead and get into it? This is going to be some square music. Ooh, square. Here we go. What a way to start the show. That was Four Noble Devils from Romancing Saga 3, composed by Kinji Ito and published by Square for the Super Famicom in 1995. What'd you think of that? That was pretty good. One thing I noticed is it had a lot of that do-do-do rhythm, like that dotted quarter, dotted quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the whole like scale thing going on in the background. You could tell that was a battle track, and yeah, not surprised. This is Carlos's jam. This is really really good stuff, and he has got great taste. Well, we're gonna move to um, a very different track next. This one was also a recommendation by a fellow Marcado fan member, Inspector Specter. And he recommended a little tune from The Sims. Now, The Sims, the original, was 
composed by Jerry Martin, but there was some other music that was either adapted or, in this case, put in wholesale. And uh, this in the game is, I believe, called Classical Number no. 3. It's also referred to as Simnata Number no. 4. That's Simnata, not Sonata. Uh, this game was published by Electronic Arts for the PC and Mac in 2000 before being ported to consoles. And, well, let's give it a listen, and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about it. Now, if you look this track up online, you're very likely to find that it is Sim Nada Number no. 4, composed by Jerry Martin. But in actuality, this tune is, a, is the third movement, or Allegro, from the Piano Sonata Number no. 4, composed by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. So, we got some Mozart on the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of that? Mm, it's alright. Not really my thing. Not your like... thing? Ah, uh, it's so good. I love these, like, light, bouncy piano pieces. It really takes me back to college, because there was a lot of that going on back when I was a music major. And, I don't know, just really good stuff. Mozart, man, Mozart was a genius, and he died really, really, really young. Like, there's no telling what he could have done if he had lived out, like, a full life. Uh, but The Sims, also but genius-level work, I would say very different kind of genius, but uh, we've never played any Sims games in this house, but I've heard uh, it's a lot of fun. And speaking of the Marcato fam, I know that Carl's wife, Joe, uh, really really enjoys the Sims, and actually, uh, Brian from Level Down Games, his fiancée, Jessica, is also a big fan of the Sims, so I've definitely heard a lot about this series on the podcast, and it's a lot of fun. So, Inspector Spectre, thank you for that. Carlos, thank you for recommending the Four Noble Devils. And, yeah, what do you say we start getting into our tracks for the show now? Yeah. Which one of us is going to go first? We haven't decided yet. Me. But I want to go first. No. Here, let's rock, paper, scissors. All right, ready? So excited. This is great audio. All right, ready? One, two, three, two. One, two, three, two. 
Yeah! Oh. All right, so first, he and I both shot paper, and then I threw a rock, I and he threw shot scissors. scissors. Scissors, and then I threw a rock, and he threw paper, and so he beat me. So, all right, well, what is our first track of the show going to be, then? Hmm. Let's start off with a classic. We're going to go with Four Fiends from Final Fantasy IV. Ooh, doubling up on the fours. It's like an eight right there. (laughs) Or a 16. Let's get into it. That was the Four Fiends battle theme from Final Fantasy IV, released in 1991 for the SNES and composed by Nobuo Uematsu. Now, technically... Also called Final Fantasy II. Final Fantasy IV was never released for the SNES. (laughs) It was only released for the Super Famicom. But yeah, here, as you'll see if you look up the playlist for this episode, it's Final Fantasy II. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, this track is also a whole thing. This is... It feels longer than it is. Like, it's really, really epic. This yeah. was This was good stuff by Uematsu-san for the... Well, no, this this was not. This, yes, this was the first Final Fantasy game for the Super Famicom. Because 1, 2, and 3 originally were on the Famicom. Uh, it's also the first one in the West on the Super NES. But... Super... I said we yeah. wouldn't get into that. So, anyway, so you've got some history with this theme, like yep. as a gamer. Yep. Tell us a little about that. Um, a while back, I played Final Fantasy IV, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, the music was great, and the theme was great. Yep. Yeah. Did, did you ever beat Final Fantasy IV? No. Did you ever get past the Four Fiends? Yeah. Yep. I thought that was like close to the end. It was pretty close to the end. So, how come you stopped? Uh, there was this enemy I couldn't beat, and there wasn't an easy mode. Ah. Uh, like in Xenoblade. <laughs> yep. Alright, well, uh, good enough. There was an enemy I couldn't get past, and I couldn't grind on all the enemies, because they were all stronger than I was. 
So this is really good. It makes me think of some of the future Final Fantasy themes and also some stuff from Chrono Trigger. Uh, yeah. It actually puts me a lot in mind of the Battle at the Big Bridge or the Battle Against Gilgamesh from Final yeah. Fantasy V, which is a really, really great track. We're going to have to play that one sometime. I think I've heard that one. But, oh, yeah. It's, it's so good. Well, next, we are going to move to um, a very old game, even older than Final Fantasy IV. This is from 1986, and it was from a Sega arcade machine. The game is called Quartet. <laughs> and the theme is Stage 1, also known as the Quartet theme. This was composed by Katsuhiro Hayashi. set theme from the game of the same name, composed by Katsuhiro Hayashi. So what did you think of that, Shukapo? That was very good. Yeah, a little bit different from what we've been playing so far. Uh, what stuck out to you about this track? Hmm. It sounded kind of like Sonic. Yep, yep. But well, it is Sega, uh, although a different composer, but it's definitely got that same sort of melodic quality. And of course, well, you know, the sounds sound like Sonic because this is a Sega arcade machine and a lot of the yeah. same sound fonts were kind of either ported over or enhanced for Genesis. Uh, I really like uh, the drums in this do not sound like Sega drums, at least to me. They do sound a little bit older. Uh, they sound, uh, they've got kind of a Capcom feel to them, like Mega Man, but the melody definitely is, well, it's Sonic, but it also reminds me of a game called Super Fantasy Zone on the Sega Genesis, which... You might hear when we do Zone our of truth. <laughs> you might hear when we do our Naoki Kodaka episode this uh, this fall. But yeah, this was really fun. I love that sort of '80s, you know, uh, techno flare thing going on. And I really like the the opening like 30 seconds or so when it's got that kind of arrhythmic the wah 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 wah. It's very very cool and really kind of sophisticated sounding for something that's. Um, 35 years old. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Hats off to uh, Hayashi-san. All right, so where are we going to go next on your list? 
Hmm. Let's go with the Elite Four battle from Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. All right, Elite Four. I knew we'd have at least one of these on the track list today. Yep. <laughs> battle theme from Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, composed by Junichi Masuda for the Game Boy Advance in 2002. Alright. Now, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, this was Gen 3. Yes. Yes. Starting to get it down. And um, for anybody who uh, maybe either didn't tune in to our Pokemon episode or just doesn't really know... What is the function of the Elite Four in Pokemon games? Um, the Elite Four is supposed to be like a final trial you go through before the actual final trial, which is the Pokemon Champion. Sort of like a gauntlet or a boss rush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to fight all of these without like being able to go back. You gotta fight all four of the members of the Elite Four without like going back to a Pokemon Center or leaving the fight area. In most games, it's in a linear pattern, but in um, in Black and White, in Gen 5, it's you can fight them in any order. But you it's have like to the, stay in the... Gotcha. Yeah, you gotta stay in the big hub area, and there's four little paths branching off. Does it explain ever why there are just, like, these four people that, like, earned this Elite Four title? Or are they, like, the ones who almost, like, couldn't beat the champion but came in, like, second or something? Or what's the story? Is there a story? I think it's some sort of government. It's my headcanon. <laughs> okay. Some sort of, like, Pokemon government. <laughs> well, if anybody out there knows the, the official story, maybe anybody like The Last Recon, <laughs> yeah. uh, let us know. Definitely hit us up on Twitter, at uh, VGMPod, or at Shukapow, and let us know. But that was definitely sort of a boss rush very intense, dark kind of sound. I like it. I mean, dark for Pokemon. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, it was a dark type song right there. 
Here there actually wooden. is a dark type elite four member in this game. It's Sydney. Yeah. Well, who were the other members? So Sydney, the dark type. I think I think he's first, mm -hmm. and then then I think it's Phoebe, the ice type user. Ooh. Then no, Goisha, the ice type user. Phoebe, the ghost type, uh, the ghost type user. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. And then Drake, the dragon type user. Do you know what f the name Phoebe means? No, what does it mean? It's based on the Greek word Phobos. You know what that means? Ah, yeah, it's fear. There you go. There you go. So now, now you know why it's ghost type gym leader. <laughs> so, very cool. All right. And as always, I'm impressed to, with your encyclopedic knowledge of Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> your Pokedexopedic knowledge. Yeah. I remember playing through Sapphire, like, recently. And, like, the level jump from the 8th gym to the Elite Four... It's like 10 levels. <laughs> so, like, you either have to grind for, like, two hours, or, like, unless you're doing a solo run, which, like, who does that besides Madrai Red? He does Pokemon challenges every week. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> Probably because it's his job. He does YouTube for a living. Yeah. He still does Pokemon every week. He, beats, the, he beats a Pokemon game every single week. Once you start doing stuff for a living, it does tend to become more work and less fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you either have to grind your whole team up or use Kyogre or Groudon. <laughs> or Groudon. Nice. You have to use the legendary. <laughs> so recently, uh, we've been doing these things where we, like, go out on, um, on a date with one of you guys each month. Uh, seem to be taking kind of a break this month with school starting and stuff. Yeah. But um, I just recently took Lemon Boy out for our kind of dad-son outing, and we went to an arcade, and one of the first games that we went to was this arcade version of Connect 4. <laughs> it was actually called Connect 4. They probably paid Hasbro to, like, use the brand name or something. Probably. But there was another video game fairly recently that basically had Connect 4, but it didn't pay for the name rights, and so they just called it four in a row. I'm talking about Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics for the Switch. Now, in the game, the track that's used for four in a row, I believe it's also used for other games. I don't know which ones. I'm sorry. This one was just kind of a light episode. Didn't do a whole lot of heavy research. But the theme that is used in the four in a row ch uh, game is composed by one of the two composers responsible for this soundtrack, uh, Chami Ishii or Toshiki Aida. But we're going to play a remix that I found on YouTube, and when we come back, we're going to hear a testimonial from the composer, Jojo Tunes. Once again, this game came out on the Switch, and it was released in 2020.
that charming little ditty was the Four in a Row remix, uh, based on the track from Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics, and thank you, JoJo Tunes. This track is also played in the Sliding Puzzle game. For anybody who is not familiar, Four in a Row, classic game, you've got to, like, stack different colored discs, usually either black or red, and um, you're either trying to block your you're trying to block your opponent from getting four in a row while at the same time you're trying to get four in a row. And lots of fun. It's very um, strategic. It is. It's, it is very strategic. Like a lot of a lot of games. <laughs> yep. It's very fun. But the remixer, Jojo Tunes, composed this in FL Studio 20 which we have and which we need to learn more about because we didn't do it at all yeah. this summer. <laughs> but I reached out to him on YouTube and said, hey, this is really cool. Can I use it on the podcast? And he said, yeah, sure. And I said, is there a place to buy it? He said, no, not really, but I don't care if you rip it just to you know make sure you give credit to the original and you know credit back to me, And which I'm happy to do. There will be a link in the show notes to this YouTube video, and you can check out his About section to uh, follow him on SoundCloud and Spotify and Twitter and go support him on Ko-Fi. It definitely definitely go check this uh, this stuff out. Well, when I, re- when I reached out, I asked if there was anything he wanted to say about the track, and he said when he first heard this track, it reminded him of a song from Club Penguin, which is a beloved childhood game of his. Uh, he said, Rest I chose to... Rest in peace, Club Penguin. Do what? Rest in peace, Club Penguin. Aw. Rest in peace, Flash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rest uh, in peace, Internet Explorer. He doesn't said, know it's dead yet. He says... Uh, <laughs> I chose to remix it because I felt the original version left a lot of room for more instrumentation. I found out that this genre is called Gypsy Jazz and sort of fell in love with it. Hope that's good enough, and thank you for asking. Well, it definitely is good enough. Thank you very much, JoJo Tunes, for sharing your uh, your compositional skills with us. Shukapa, what did you think of that little track? That's pretty good. Remind me of Paper Mario. Yeah, you, you said it could fit in, like, what kind of setting? A kind of a seaside village bar type area. Oh, yeah. You know, I could listen to this sitting on the beach. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Well, where are we moving to next? Hmm. Uh, let's go to the desert. Ah, the desert. So, we're going to go to Route 4. Yes, Root 4 Ah. from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2. Summer from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2. Composed by Shota Kagayama for the Nintendo DS in 2010. A fun fact, Shota Kagayama also arranged the Hardman theme and Tournament of Field theme for Smash Ultimate. Very cool. thing I found out while doing research. Nice. I don't have any super fun uh, little things other than my, my Mozart bit. 
but well, that's not true. I've got one for the last song I'm going to be playing, but yeah, this was really fun. This definitely, it, you know, puts me in mind of the Pokemon sort of happy, bouncy root music, you know? Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Nice pick. I, I wondered if you would have a root four on this episode. Yeah. There is one in Pokemon X, I realized, after we started recording. You mean Pokemon 10? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Games with X in the title. Or yeah. 10. We, we, we could do that sometime. Pokemon X, Final Fantasy X. Mega Man X. X. <laughs> There's a game just called X. Uh, yeah. Dragon X-Men. Dragon Quest X. Ooh, X-Men. Nice. Nice. Dragon Ball X. Wait, no. Uh... 20XX. Pretty sure there was a video game adaptation of this movie called Triple X. So, um, which is not a bad thing. It's just been Xenoblade. Easy. It's actually not. Up, up, X, Xenoblade. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. Ooh, yep. All right. My uh, next track does not have an X in it, although the publisher does have an X in its name. Uh, going back to Square, <laughs> its name. <laughs> this time, Square Enix. Um, what? Publisher. Isn't it? Not a person. Not the, not the composer, the publisher. <laughs> it. Square Enix is ah. the publisher of the game. The composer is Naoshi Mizuta. Uh, classic Square composer. Did quite a bit of work on Final Fantasy. And this game is called Final Fantasy, The Four Heroes of Light. This came out on the Nintendo DS in 2009, and the track we are going to hear is called The Four Warriors of Light.
You know, I could really hear this tune being played on a harpsichord. It's got yeah. that sort of uh, sort of chamber sweet classic sound to it. Once again, that was The Four Warriors of Light, composed by Naoshi Masuda for Square Enix's Final Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light. This was a DS game. Figure I'd keep us uh, keep us kind of going with the whole DS thing right now. Yeah. Get all those uh, those DS instruments out of the way at the same time. <laughs> nah, this was really good. Good stuff. It was slightly reminiscent of another classic fantasy-inspired piece. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that song is that we were humming? Yeah, it's the Link to the Past ending theme. Yeah, the, the staff roll theme from Link to the Past. Which we know as well as we do probably more from Breath of Lost than from Link to the Past, at least in my case. Because you've never beaten the game. Yes. Mitomo. Yep. Oh, Mitomo. Man, we've got to do a Brental Floss episode sometime. I wonder we if really he would do. wonder if he would come on the show. He, he's pretty chatty on Twitter. You know? Yeah. Maybe we should reach out sometime. That'd be cool. Anywho, uh, yeah, what'd you think of that piece? That was very good. It was what, Chukapow? It was very good music. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, it was. I quite enjoyed that. Hats off to uh, Mizuda-san. And uh, speaking of hats, no idea what this game was about. I've uh, never played it before, but there are a lot of hats on the cover. Yeah. Like Kirby. Where did hats come from? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it like it looked like it was different hats for different jobs, so maybe you can like have a lot of jobs in this game. Um, I can bravely default. Yeah. And also Dragon Quest. Actually, yes, I did look that up. This game, um, there was going to be a sequel to this game. But then the sequel kind of fizzled out of development. But then they actually brought the sequel back and turned it into Bravely Default. So there is a connection there. Yeah. It's all connected, man. It's all connected, man. So uh, are you going to keep things going in the whole DS realm? Yes. All right. Where are we going to move to next? Next up, we're going to be listening to Elite Four Battle from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2. What? The second Elite Four Battle theme? Yeah. What? The second Gen 5 Battle theme? (laughs) Wait, no. Battle. Gen 5 theme? Yeah. Wait, the second Jinichi Masuda theme? Yeah. What? Okay, cool. I like it. Elite Four. Pokemon Black and White. Black two sixteen. NY two. Go.
was Elite Four Battle from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2, uh, composed by Junichi Masuda, and it was on the DS, released for Nintendo DS in 2010. Yeah, Junichi Masuda rocking the house, man. That yeah. was That's good stuff. I still wonder if we've played this. I don't feel like we played it back on our Pokemon episode. We might have played it on the RPG Battles episode, but I, I am pretty sure that you brought it when you did VGM Fight Club with Daryl. So pretty sure I remember that. Yeah. So this is this is this is a banger track, man. I think this might be the best Pokemon battle theme. <laughs> <laughs> I I really 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 like it a lot. What do you also, think? So um, there was a little bit of an Easter egg in there. Did you catch it? Is that? What is that? Um, it's actually in the Ruby Sapphire Emerald Elite Four battle. Really? The one you played earlier? Yep. Cool. We'll have to go back and listen to that, everybody. Very nice. Okay, well, do you think this is the best Pokemon battle team? Hmm. It's definitely, like, up there in the top five, but there are some rival battles, like uh, Bianca and Charon You like your your rival themes? (laughs) Yeah. We've definitely played a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we are now done with the Nintendo DS. Although the next game that we're going to play does have a connection to the GBA. This is not from a GBA game, though. This is from a GameCube game. Ooh. Composed by Koji Kondo. Ooh. And possibly Asuka Hayazaki, uh, previously called Asuka Ota, but she's married now. Don't really know who composed this one. Um, it doesn't sound a lot like Koji Kondo to me, but you know what? What sounds like Koji Kondo? Just very good music, right? <laughs> yeah. So, this is from the 2004 game, The Legend of Zelda: Four Swords Adventures, which I did play, which I have beaten, which is a wonderful game. I wish I still had it. We are going to listen to a song that I, I don't remember where this plays. I think it's in like a challenge near the end of the game at some point, but don't quote me on that. Go look it up. Watch a playthrough of Course 2, 4i Square. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was course number two, 4i square, which from the light research we did appears to be maybe like a map theme. I don't remember there being like different maps in this game, but anyway, uh, that was from The Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures. And yeah, I'm pretty sure this was composed by Koji Kondo. I don't know why I said it didn't sound like him. This, this is definitely something he could do. It's like a cross between Mario and Kirby. It's... Not, it doesn't sound like Zelda at all. But yeah, especially the, um, the part around like the, the 43 second, 40 for 45 second mark, the part that starts there, the B section, that does sound a lot like Gourmet Race, for sure. Um, got that sort of Russian, the dom, 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 that's goes from a polka to like a Russian folk dance. It's weird. <laughs> good, good stuff though. Man, man, I love Zelda music. We should yeah. do a Zelda episode. Yeah, I've actually been playing Breath of the Wild recently. Where did it a Zelda episode? You didn't call me on that. <laughs> we did do a Zelda episode. Yeah, it's actually our most popular episode. <laughs> like, it's our most downloaded one. Maybe I should yeah. put Zelda in the title of all of our episodes, <laughs> and then people will download it. Uh, then I'm actually playing through um, Breath of the Wild, and I've been playing for a week, and I'm I've I've already got like. A bunch of the areas unlocked. I only have um, Elden and Akala wow. left to get. I don't have Akala because you like need Rivali's Gale for it. Or eh. some weird trickery. Eh, yeah, or just, places. or just get good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Can't get up the tower. There's malice yeah. like all around the middle right. of it. Yeah. It is. Um, it's fun that you're playing that at the same time as Lemon Boy is playing through Age of Calamity. Okay. He's gotten really far. Like, I think he's doing all the end game stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, that was really cool. Fun stuff. We could talk about Zelda all night. Uh, but instead, let's talk about another one of your favorite series. And another Brent Floss thing. Yep. Yeah. But also one of my favorite games of all time. Really, really great. There's hardly a bad track on this whole OST. But, you know, when we're bringing something from Earthbound, I think anybody who knows what this episode is about knows what track we're going to play. Just in case they don't, Chukapal, why don't you tell them anyway? This is Foreside from Earthbound. And I believe the official soundtrack title of the tune is The Metropolis of yes, Foreside. The Metropolis of Foreside.
Riverside from Earthbound, released in 1994 for the SNES and composed by Hip Tanaka. I, I wish I just had like a list of all of the songs in Earthbound and I knew who composed which one because I always, I eventually look it up and it's always hard to find, but then I find it and I'm like, hey, I found it. And then I forgot, I forget again, but yeah. So the other uh, composer for Earthbound is Kichi Suzuki. Um, and I don't know which one of them composed this, but I know it's very good. I yeah. want to say that this one is a Suzuki composition from what I remember, but I could be wrong about that. And probably nobody really cares. So <laughs> either way, it's very good. I love the whole uh, number sort of theme. All the number town tracks are good, except yeah. uh, um, I mean, three's okay. It's all right. Hey, did you know that one plus two plus three plus four? The sum of those is ten. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yeah. lost track of the amount of times I've done that math. One it, Tucson, Threed, Foreside, Summers, Ten to Village. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> yep. It's all connected. It's man. all connected, man. And you don't even have to drink the Saturn Valley tea to understand this. Saturn Valley coffee. Coffee. Tend to Village tea. Saturn Valley coffee. Oh, dude, I totally want a t shirt with like Tend to Village tea on it with like psychedelic colors and stuff. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have this episode without Foreside. You know what else we couldn't have this episode without? When you think of video games, and you think of the number four, this has got to be one of the first things you think of, right? Right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you know it because it's on there? Because it makes sense. I mean, I played the fifth. <laughs> We've got quartets. You know this is the fourth uh, episode. You know, that, uh, <laughs> you know that quad means four. What is another Greek or Latin prefix that means four? Tetra. Yeah, Tetra. What is a game, besides Wind Waker, <laughs> where Tetra is kind of an important feature? Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, what? Let's rap. Because I can rap. I got the skills. Let's lay it down. I can't do that. No. <laughs> All right. So, yes, we are going to listen to... Well, the track is called 1989. And this is from the game Tetris Effect. And this track goes on a little bit of a journey. So let's take that journey together, Shoot Kapow. And let's groove it out, man. That's a thing, right? Man.
that was 1989 from Tetris Effect. This was originally a Russian folk melody, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, it's fairly common knowledge. It was first arranged for the NES by Hirokazu Tanaka as Type A on the NES Tetris, and it was arranged for Tetris Effect by an artist who goes by Hydelic. Tetris Effect was published by Enhanced Games for the PS4 in 2018. Man, uh, what'd you think of that? It was pretty cool. I think cool is a good word for it. I think cool is a good word for just the Tetris Effect experience from what I've heard. Yeah. I'd really, you know, we have a PS4 now. Maybe we should look into getting this because I have heard, well, I mean, I've heard really great things about playing it in VR. Like, I've heard it's just a sublime experience. But I think just playing it on the TV would actually be really cool, too. It's supposed to really, like, zone you out and help you chill. It's kind of the opposite of Tetris 99. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and apparently, 1989 is unlocked when you, be, uh, when you reach level 50 of the game. So, very cool. So, the Russian folk melody that this track is based on, it's uh, actually based on a poem called Korobainiki, which is by Russian poet Nikolai Nekrasov. Uh, it was first published in 1861, and then there was a song that was uh, that built up around the lyrics of the poem, and it was a it was a dance song, and so like it would progressively get faster and faster, which kind of you know it makes sense that it was adapted for the Russian developed Tetris because it also kind of gets more intense as you go, so yeah, cool stuff there and put to great effect on this arrangement of an arrangement of this classic, classic song. And there we have it. Those were our 12 tracks built around the number four. And now, you know, we are officially in season four territory. We're going to be focusing, as I mentioned, on uh, what is our topic this season, Chukapau? Uh, composers. Yeah, it's uh, for the first time in, I believe, in video game music podcast history, we are going to be doing a whole season-long, like, uber topic, and then within that, have specific topics kind of scattered throughout. We're also going to have some special guests on, uh, Skeletroy and Alex Messenger, and possibly a couple of other super special guests we may or may not be getting onto the show. But we are going to start out with somebody who, like, if you talk to both of us, is probably the highest on our collective list. He's definitely in both of our top five composers, and I think he's the one that is the highest for both. And who am I talking about? Shukal? Grant Kirkhope. No. Oh. We do love Grant Kirkhope. Come on. Who's our first uh, episode going to be about this Yasunori season? Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah. Yasunori yeah. Mitsuda. And I'm going to challenge you not to pick anything we've already played. That means no frogs theme. Okay. What was that? means no robo. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have to look back at the list and see what all we've played. Oh, but Shawa's theme. I don't think we've played Shawa's theme. I do yet. not think that we have. So I like that one. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, if I played it on a bonus episode like the podcaster special, that doesn't really count because you didn't you and I didn't pick it. So yeah. um, well, I mean I did pick it, but it's based on anyway. So our first one is gonna be Yasunori Mitsuda. And if all of our scheduling and stuff goes to plan, that should drop on the second Saturday in September. We're going back to a Saturday release date. I think that was um, that was the day that we released on first before 
we switched to Tuesdays back in Season 2. But anyway, be that as it may, we're still going to stick to mostly an every two-week schedule. Occasionally, we may squeeze another one in. Uh, we will still be doing a end-of-year roundup um, at the end of 2021. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. I think it's going to be a good season. Thank you very much to our patrons. Um, not listing everybody's name in the episode anymore. I am still putting you all on the YouTube um, playlist. And special thanks also to our artists and our theme song guy, Skeletroy. Thank you to all of you who listen. We've been getting some more followers on Twitter lately. And um, hopefully we got a little bit of a boost from that Olympics episode. I'm really trying to push that one because I think it can be kind of, you know, popular among people who maybe BGM isn't their first hobby or passion. But um, really, really excited. We're branching out, making some connections, and just really enjoying being part of the scene. It's very cool stuff. Speaking of which, you can connect with us uh, on Twitter, as I mentioned, at BGM Pod and at Shukapow. You can also find Shukapow where? Um, on flat.io at Voider Ring for Smash. Yep. Let's not get salty. <laughs> we'll see. They could do two Namco characters in a row, right? Anyway. Um, <laughs> and what do you do on Flat.io? Uh, I do music. Because it's a music platform. Oh yeah, we're going to do another bonus episode this season. The composer season. Where we're going to play some of your stuff on there. Yeah, and some of your stuff. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Alright, cool good stuff and you can also find us on discord the link will be in the show notes and also on youtube just search very good music vgm and you will find us uh you can listen to the episode on there you can listen to just the songs on the accompanying playlist and yeah check us out you can also find us on our at our home on anchor.fm and if you would like to be a patron of the show uh just one dollar makes you a friend of the show you get access to uh, special polls every season uh you get a guaranteed pick every time i do a shout out for um a topic as long as it is specifically on topic and um some other cool stuff so go over there patreon.com slash vgm and check it out and uh you know i think that's gonna about do it for us you am i forgetting anything i don't think so okay well then until next time gamers play very good games be very good people and keep listening to very good music very good music a vgm podcast yeah Nice save. Like that dotted quarter, dotted quarter. Mm-hmm. Quarter. Qu- quarter. It's a hard word to say. It's it's, it's not it's, like I can't say murder very well. <laughs> it's just like my mirror doesn't want to. Button. Well, it's more like button, words with, button, button. <laughs> words with D's or D sounds like, you know, because we live in Texas, yeehaw. <laughs> we say T's like D's sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I, I've noticed that quite a bit. Especially like TH noises, I'll say duh instead of the. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But the game is called Quint. No, not Quintet, because that wouldn't make sense on an episode about fours.
Thank you, Jojo Tunes. This track is also played in the sliding puzzle game in the game. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, composed by Shota Kakeyama. Is this picking up on the mic? Or is it, what is it doing? Hello, check. Hello. Yeah, it's picking you up. Okay. Keep going. All right. That's why you need to move closer. Okay. Composed. That was three fours. That would be like, that is what? Like We've got a we've got a stack of themes. Fourteen it's something like eggs or sixteen. Sixteen times four. That's that that's sixty four, right? You just said that. Yeah, I'm bad at uh, math because I play Minecraft. Bad at math and listening. Anyway, what's what's flipper reel? Haha. Another track. Are you gonna sleep on the couch tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no. Free to sin. And keep listening to very good music. Wow, we did it right. That was really good. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm still recording. Crap, 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 crap.